bids are in, the gavel's dropped. Ladies and gentlemen, here at WineBid, we are finally hammered. That's right. This is WineBid's podcast dedicated to all things wine value, wine retail, wine auctions, and just wine. My name is Jeff McGurn. I am the, I'm on the WineBid marketing team. With me as always is Paul Walker, the wizard of wine. That's right. Paul's our wine expert. He knows everything there is to know about wine. Uh, and Right. So what we're doing this week is going over the uh, auction recap. We're going to talk about everything that happened this week and, and what the heck is going on in the wine world. Let's start with a 2019 Emmerich Schoenlieber Munzinger Hallenberg Riesling Grosses Gewachs, number 14. This one, we had three of them. 21 people were watching. It started at 50. Nine bids took it to 64 bucks for a bottle. So a little bit of action there on some, some nice Riesling. 2019, so we've got a recent release, which says to me it's probably retailing for far north of the 50 bucks, probably far north <laughs> of the $64, or it's just exceedingly difficult to get. But uh, love me some of that uh, Grosses Gewachs. I thought I'd mention. Did you bid on them? Is that what you're saying? Did you? No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't bid on this. I tend to go for the older stuff when it comes to to riesling because I I like it in its drinking window and I like some nice aged riesling. I know you don't like aged wine at all. (laughs) Uh, You prefer stuff that's just out of the barrel. Um, (laughs) I'm a futurist. I'm drinking the future. You're drinking the future. (laughs) I thought I'd mention like. We had 11 of these uh, 1993 Frog's Leap Winery Cabernet Sauvignons go for about 37 bucks. You know, yeah, I mean, it started at 30. So, you know, that's a good deal. They're, that's they're, a great deal. There was a lot of older California in last week, a lot of really interesting, well-kept, you know, classic producer wine. And and this is inexpensive, you know, I mean, Frog's Leaps, all any Napa wineries that's been around for this long is going to be, the release price has got to be north of 75 bucks for, you know, their state cab or Napa Valley for cab sure. or whatever. And so, yeah, 30 bucks on this to start, it's probably drinking great. And it's still a deal, right? They all hammered it, what, about 35, 36 bucks a piece. Yeah, I, can you even get Frog's Leap Cabernet Sauvignon for that? Like, I release? don't think so. Maybe. <laughs> like, no. Like, no. like that just seems. You might like be able to get Sauvignon Blanc for that, but not not the Cabernet. Going back to Riesling, we're talking about like I said, I like the old stuff. We had this '99 Keller uh, Dalsheimer uh, Ubacher Riesling Tolkenberg Auslese number forty-two. This is a half bottle. Started at seventy-five dollars, and seven bids took it to three hundred and eighty-five bucks. Now, if you had bought a thousand Here we cases. Go. Here he goes, Jeff's wine, wine investment advice. <laughs> if you, your, if your you got a thousand cases of this wizard wine, wine investor at $70 a bottle, the last time it was $70 a bottle, I'm just saying it was never 70. It was, I think it was underpriced. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was never $70 a bottle. Yeah, I think there was a little bit of a, of a, funny business going on there with the pricing but anyway it it needless to say it hammered where it was supposed to i think and at, it's at that, got many many bids a lot of, you know it's keller it's it's keller from the age before it was a big deal and i don't know the history of what's happening here at the winery all the various you know incarnations that have, have occurred there but rare stuff half bottle trucking analysis it's always going to be sought after so that was not surprising 385 we also had 19 uh Wittmann 
Wischtofen, Wischtofener. Uh, oh, another Grosses Gewachs. Yeah. Wow. A lot of, lot of action Gewachs. on German wines last week. Oh, that's what I was just going to say. Like, yeah. Like, Three of the four top bid getters um, <laughs> last week were were Rieslings, um, which I I mean, OK, a part of me is like, that's really cool because I love Riesling. And a part of me is like, that sucks because I love Riesling. <laughs> and, and, you know, still like plenty I mean, of deals, though, still plenty still of deals. So, there, I feel like there's a lot of room for growth because there's so much value in 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 the Riesling market, right? Like just great wines and they just don't seem to fetch the prices that you get in other regions, which is great for, for all of us. And that's been the case for as long as I've been here, which is a long time. So there's uh, there's always been a lot of value. I think that, you know, with things like Grosses Kevaks, you know, designations happening, which we didn't see, 10, 15, 20 years ago, with probably some exceptions. I'm, again, not an expert, even though Jeff likes to say that every time. You're an expert. Yes, he <laughs> so, is. Thank you well, for that Jeff, expert opinion. Jeff, you, you should the research the history of, of you know, Gross and Skivok's designation and the trend towards, you know, interest in drier style wines from Germany, because I think that is a major, you know, is a, is a sort of a, it piques a lot of people's interest. And these wines have become more rare. I do think it's there's some like pretty amazing marketing going on too. But in any event, the wines have become more, let's just say more mainstream in the auction world. If you like, this is a perfect example, right? The three, like you say, top bid wines, they're not wines you can readily find. And they're probably like you say, I would imagine any of the GG wines recent releases are going to be probably north of 50 bucks. So, yeah, that's, well, uh, you know, they're still so, rare sought after wines. But then you go go back to the auction and look and see there's like plenty of like cabinets and, and spalers and everything else for 25, 35 bucks. So still tons of deals. So so now so here's the thing. It is not an official part of German wine law, Grosses Gewachs, right? Mm-hmm. But, you know, essentially the best vineyards, according to. Uh, the VDP classification system, it's overseen by a group of producers, right? So there right. are some rules around it. And we know that that they, you know, they take the name of the vineyard and not the village. The the being a part of this is is by they have you have to get an invitation. It's like invite only, right? <laughs> and my understanding is around 200 producers. Right. And I guess that if if correct me if I'm wrong here, because I know you've done all the research in order to get that (laughs) grade, your yields can't exceed 50 hectoliters. I don't know. I have no idea. I have to do some some serious Googling because I have no idea. Let's uh, have to be dry, though. I do know that they have to be dry. They do have to be dry. So let's talk about this one. I thought was really cool. This is a good deal. The 2014 Chateau Belgrave, uh, six bids took it from $15 to 25. (laughs) I still think it's a good deal. Yeah, it's it's still a really good deal. 15 bucks. Yeah, even at even at twenty five dollars, I'm like, you know, it's got a little bit of age on nine years of age. He's probably drinking great right now. Got a suckling ninety three too. It's a great score. We had some great stuff. I mean, there was this uh, 2014 Clavieu Telefer. Taifair. We had three of them. They started at 15 and they ended up hammering like just below 20 bucks a piece. Again, you know, good deals there. <laughs> uh, but, but, you know, um, 
we had this uh, 85 uh, Brucot Brut Grand Cru Cuvée Arthur uh, Brucot. This one, five bids. We had two of them. Five bids took him from $60 to selling for like 87 bucks a piece. Cuvée Arthur Brucot. Yeah, that's a rare one. I do not know this producer. And yeah, an 85. It And it's hard to tell from, I was kind of looking at the label up close just to see, you know, if it was something that was late to scores or, you know, more recently released from the winery. It's really kind of hard to tell because the bottle and the foil and everything is in really, really good shape. So it almost looks like, you know, it was something that wasn't released for, I don't know. I mean, it could be 10, 20 years going as far as release, but I I don't know. It's another one that's uh, quite, quite rare to me, new one to me. This one I thought was super interesting <laughs> because I feel like we, you know, it's always interesting to me to see movement on, you know, stuff that we see come through more often, right? We had the 73 Mouton, which we had at auction for $470. Usually, you don't see a ton of action on first growths just because we get them in enough. And so they tend to be priced like our pricing. We're priced so well, I think, because of all the data that we have and our team does a great job of pricing. That, that you don't see a ton of action on a lot of stuff because it's usually priced right at market, right on the reserve. Right. This one though, started at 470, five bids took it to 510. So I think that's kind of an interesting, it's interesting to see movement like that and action like that on a first growth like Mouton. Maybe attributed to the fact that we're in 2023. This is a 1973, so it's a nice 50th right. bottle gift. And we had five yeah. people out there who know people who are turning 50 or 40 this 50 this year. So you know, so they're searching for these bottles. But that's it's interesting what I, to see. I'm aiming towards that. The fact that it's you know, birth year 73 first growth, and I just yeah, exactly. It's a it's. Something that I mean, I'll be half years over already, but uh, I don't believe we've seen a tremendous amount of 70 feet. You know, it's not something that pops up. There's always, you know, almost always something I should say from from early 70s vintages with a couple of sections because some of them are <laughs> pretty, pretty rough. But just looking back, there's been uh, March. March was the last time we saw amount well, there's well, I'm looking at pretty much everything, but Latour was in this month a little earlier, a couple times. So there's 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 been a few. There's been and then yeah, like you say, March for the Mouton, and let's see, March for Lafitte as well. But you know, not that often, not that often. So and those were in the first week last week as well. It was the first time they were up. So yeah, I'm sure people are like, oh, shoot, grab these. <laughs> we got to get this for, you know, so-and-so's sure. birthday. And yeah, sure. it, it is interesting to see them get bid up a little bit as well. But, you know, wait till 10 years from now, right? They'll probably be... <laughs> Are people in their like 60, yeah, the sixty, bucks. the sixty-year-olds? Yeah. <laughs> now, yeah, whether or not more disposable income, I don't. I mean, that's a tricky vintage, though. So you know, it, it, it. Not sure how well it's drinking, but I've had somebody through um, Mouton, but it's been, it's been quite a few years. Twenty sixteen anyway, Oakville on. Ranch Napa Cabernet Napa Valley Cabernet Sauvignon five bits are thirty-five to sixty-two. Well, that's cheap, I, right? Thirty-five bucks for. I mean, Oakville Ranch is not you know like some of its neighbors in that neck of the woods that's a steal right 
That's as well. The other one that I thought was a steal were these two half bottles of 2018 Staglin Chardonnay. Yeah, I thought of you when I saw that. I was like, oh, they were priced like 20 one of bucks Jeff's a favorite wines. You love Staglin. I was, I love Staglin. I was gonna. I mean, it's good stuff. How, how, how come you don't like Staglin? I think it's. I do. I never said I didn't like it. Every time I don't say something positive about something, you assume I think the worst of it, which is, which is a common fallacy. But you said you don't like Staglin. I mean, you didn't. I never those said words. I don't like Staglin. That, I've never. That was never the, said that, that was the context you telegraphed to me. That that it's not your favorite. Okay, oh, but nonsense. It's delicious stuff. Look, twenty dollars for a split, I think, is a phenomenal deal for stuff. Well, yeah, and I mean, sure. I'm <laughs> guessing. I mean, knowing the price of their cabs at the winery, I'm guessing the Chardonnay is not inexpensive. Yeah, this is the no. estate. I assume it's like I, the estate I, wine. Do they? Yeah, have it is. It is. Estate? Yeah, yeah. It is. And not, so it looks yeah, like it is estate. I'm not sure they make. 18, do they make non-estate Chardonnay? Wine searcher is claiming 90 bucks for, you know, for the 18 for at, at retail and community average value, believe it or not, not auction value, but average community value is 123 bucks for the 18 Chardonnay. So <laughs> half bottles at uh, how much they go for? They end up going for like 30. Yeah. Yeah. 29, well, 37 you're bucks. Right. Yeah. You're right. This is this is the estate, and then and then they've got Salas. So um, yeah, the estate chart um, is expensive. It's a lot. It, it's a lot. Yeah, Salas community average is about fifty on on Solid Tracker, and yeah, you're right. So so and it's from Rutherford too. There's not a lot of Chardonnay in Rutherford for the country. So that's so uh, even it. I not mean, they expensive for- or not not. Cheap to make, excuse me. Not cheap to make, but they sold for twenty nine and thirty seven dollars respectively. And even at that, I still think that's a steal for Staglin Estate Chardonnay. Yeah, right? it's not bad. No, not, not compared to what you know. Supposedly, yeah, one one twenty three a bottle. Retail, Come on, or, it's the yeah. average price. Um, yeah. um, I thought interesting was this uh, twenty twenty Thierry et Pascal Metro Fouligny Montrachet Bless uh, Shell. Chalmieu, Chalmieu, Chalmieu. We had two of those started at 50, hammered at $93 a piece. Yeah, 2020 whites, great, great Whiteberg vintage. Metro's a serious producer. So that seemed to be a little inexpensive at 50. Anything from Pouli Marche, you know, a permanent crew vineyard in Pouli Marche. That's, 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 Still, I think even at what what did it hammer for? What did you say? Seventy five? Uh, no, excuse me, ninety three. Ninety three. Right? Ninety three. Yeah, yeah uh, that's expensive, but that's man, that's what they're going for. That's what they're going for. Let's talk about some of our heavy hitters. Okay, we had this seventy eight Bolio Vineyard Georgia Stella Tour Prep Reserve Cabernet Sauvignon Mag went for four hundred, and we only had one hammer in twenty thirteen that was higher. Was that a large format again? Uh, that was a mag. That was a one and a half liter. It was of 78? 78, yeah. Oh, cool. I didn't see in that. In fact, I think I actually picked that one because I felt like it was a fairly reasonable price, all things considered. 
we had uh, 09 bond and 05 bond matriarch. The 09 bond, uh, 09 bond five bottle horizontal wooden case went for 1670, which was a you know the most recent hammer was was 1400 in April at another competitor who shall remain nameless. 05 bond matriarch three bottle lot OWC 635, uh, and that was yeah. the high, highest hammer in over a year, right? So the most recent hammer yeah, was 833. For the second label, that's that's getting getting up there. Bonds had a lot of a lot of increase in price. We've seen a lot of it over the last few weeks, but it's moving. It's moving. People are going after it because it. You know, I feel like it was underpriced at auction for a long time, and now things are are really jumping. What do you make? Despite market, you know, the prices on bond are not going down. No, no, bond seems to be coming up, and bond is not like bond. I mean, we see it come in, but I would never. I don't feel like we ever really get a bevy of bond. It's it's the it I feel like it kind of trickles in for the most part, like you know, a few bottles. Yeah, at a time. there's a fair amount in right now. I mean, there's there's 36 items in bond in auction right now. Is there really? So, yeah, there's a lot of it. There's a lot I mean, of it. I guess I feel like it's not like Cinecanon where we're like, you know, we get Cinecanon in and I feel like it's like it's like 20 bottles at a time, 30 bottles at a time versus yeah. Bond is 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 a few here and there. And maybe, maybe there was a bevy that came in and I just totally missed it. That's entirely possible. What do you make of this uh, 96 Brant family vineyard Chardon, uh, sorry, Cabernet Sauvignon that hammered for 540? Yeah, that's a lot. It- it's getting tougher and tougher to find the mid '90s Bryant wines and a lot of other kind of, you know, for lack of a better term, cold wines of the era. I don't remember if I know that Helen Turley was involved in the '94, which is unbelievably, you know, sought after and and rare and great actually. But the '96 is still it's still kind of in that you know, it's in that era. So it's, it's tough to come by those bottles these days. That is a pretty serious price. Very serious price. 2020 Le, uh, Le Chau, uh Bourgogne Lacroix Blanche. Yeah. More of the Charles uh, Show wines. There's, there's the, those things keep, <laughs> they keep going bonkers. 45, yeah. 645, 05 Aubryon mag for 1520. And you know, that's, that's the yep. highest hammer in the past year. Most recent, we saw at another uh, auction house at 1266. So could be some movement on that Obreon uh, 05. Great year. 57 Lafitte for 1895. And 61 Latour split for 1825. Uh, and yep. then... Uh, 98 du Jacques, 645. That's the Charme, Chambartin. 15 Gougal, Cote Roti, La Landon for 415. A lot of really interesting stuff. Schaefer, 2018 Schaefer Vineyards, Hillside Select, Cabernet Sauvignon, six bottle lot, OWC for 2040. Yeah, it's going up. That stuff is, man, it's not cheap. I mean, it's still top, top contender in Napa, you know, and always still gets really, really high scores too. So, not surprising. You know, other ones, speaking of ones that are going up, 2019 Sloan Proprietary Red for 460. So that one's climbing. Not to mention yeah. the Pierre Peters, Blanc de Blanc, Le Mesnil, Cuvée. Chetillon. Uh, yeah, yeah. So to Chetillon. I think I mentioned that last week. You did. Yeah. And it's, you know, 
there's that stuff's so good, but it's really it's. I mean, it's <laughs> well in the same vein. Uli's Kalan, the sixty month, the sixty month. We talked about this. We talked yeah, about sixty more. Five oh three, man. That is no joke. I think that's got to be a record for any Uli's Kalan wine we've ever sold. That's really that's really up the, there. The one that I thought was interesting was this non vintage ZD Abacus Cabernet Sauvignon twenty mm-hmm. second bottling at four twenty five, right? Um, no, there's ZD Abacus is consistently very, very expensive. I mean, it it costs a fortune, I think, from the winery. If you get an allocation of it on the mailing list, it's really expensive, but ever, ever cheap. It's not like one of those, you know, wines that we mentioned where it's like, oh yeah, this, you know, this is a this is a great deal at auction. It's it's 400 up for sure. And it's really, really good because it's got, you know. This one, I don't know how many vintages, 22nd bottling, if it means it has 22 vintages. And I think it actually has more. But anyway, it's, uh, yeah, it's impressive stuff. It's no joke. The only other one that I'll mention is this 2015 Armand Rousseau Chambertine that we had an auction that actually got mm-hmm. some action on it. It had two bids, started at 2940, hammered at 3840. Wow. <laughs> that, that's a that's... jump. because. We last saw this in April. This went in April for $2,940, which means if you had bought a thousand <laughs> cases of this wine in April at $2,940, you would have $10 million in profit. Yeah, good luck. Good luck finding more than Good luck finding a thousand cases. Did they even yeah. make a thousand cases? I of don't think so. No. Point? No. I'm just yeah, saying. that was that was that was impressive. O2 Lake Clove from Raveno got bit up as well. Did it get bit up? No, there were just three of them. But anyway, it's still 1895. It's uh that's a serious price. Pushing the two, yes. 2K mark there for 20-year-old Lake Clove. It's pretty wild. That's pretty cool. And that's all I have. So with that, this has been uh, Jeff Bergeron and Paul Walker wishing you happy bidding and uh, cheers. Cheers. Cheers.